happy Tuesday. Uh, the sun did peek out a little bit. I saw it. I put on sunglasses. Hey, we are giving away Madonna tickets every day this week. A pair of them to see Madonna at the Excel Center on Tuesday night, February 13th. And we're going to play Finish the Line sometime during our show. We will let you know in advance. I think a clue yesterday how it happened was that Grant, we were playing a song and then Grant changed the song into Madonna. As a sign. Yeah. So we'll see if we do that today or we just say, give us a buzz now. Mm-hmm. But um, thanks for hanging out with us today. Julia, How uh, last night was a perfect example of why I am not a committed sports fan. Oh, they, you were disappointed. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I bailed out within two minutes. I, because I, they scored Michigan because uh, Lori became a Washington Huskies, Huskies fan yeah. because I watched the boys in the boat. I looked at Casey after that first <laughs> touchdown. I said, that team did not watch the boys in the boat. They are already <laughs> missing a spark. And this is why I don't commit to sports other than the Minnesota State Boys High School Hockey. Because uh-huh. yeah, I, mean, I root for everybody. You know, At the I, very beginning, you were so hopeful, but it really... No, Michigan scored. I knew in two minutes. I was just like, this is it. This is bad. I was playing. <laughs> I, I told Jeff, Jeff's home, and I'm like, tape it. I really want to watch this game, oh. blah, blah, blah. And then by the time I got to pickleball last night, yeah. we were down. It was 17-3. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, yeah. okay, but I said, really? to note, I said, this is why I can't watch. This yeah. is why I can't be a sports fan. And I'm sitting it, here still in the, you know, doing some podcasting. Yes. And I'm like, I didn't even, I thought it started at 7.30, so oh, I was going to get early. home. early, right. early. and uh, off at 10 to 7. Yeah. I've never seen a time at a football. I mean, I don't know much about football, but I always thought they started on the hour or the bottom of the hour, yeah. not 10 to. Yeah, no. that was a weird time. And our gal who sang the national anthem in purple from... Um, the color purple the musical who was just uh Jen, not jennifer hudson um fantasia ooh, yes oh she looked darling mm. i love her hair she looked darling yeah. so no laurie it was uh yeah no you I, understand i bailed and watched the brother's son or sween or sin <laughs> did, however you, did pronounce you not it. love that amazing i finished it last night oh you did i wow. couldn't stop i cheated on jeff and just we, yep. we were on five and i just i'm like i can't stop yeah we watched two episodes that show is epically clever and um it brothers, right up my alley because of yes. the mob the violence the it reminds you of your in, family yeah basically you know <laughs> you know another level of sopranos but it's very clever and very well written and, and i love all the actors in it and it's Bar- brad falchuk and brian Wu, mm-hmm. and even how they do the Netflix symbol at the very beginning yes. in Taiwanese. Yeah, yeah, and then very clever. It's so grand. Was it gratifying? Oh. I mean, the, it was so good. It yeah, was, we just watched two. And it's it's got some humor. It's got some heart. It's got, you know. I, everything. Grant, everything I love in a show. You're going to binge it. I just wrote it down. I saw you write it on your hand, <laughs> yep. and I thought, well, but I, I'm, say goodbye to Lily because you won't be talking to her. Yeah. Watch it with her. It was good. I'm trying to figure out. It's not called sun the way they it's s-u-n right yeah. but the way they pronounce it the brother brother swin i don't like, know there's a different pronunciation when you hear them oh. say it when they said you know that you know they're the son it sounds like they're saying swin or sin or little, little well because of course it would be mandarin pronunciation Yes, and yeah. then at and the I beginning, love listening to the Mandarin. But I, didn't you at the beginning think, "How do I get this to English?" You know, I told you because it, it you can't change it in the first two minutes. Yeah, it's a mix of it's mostly in English, but when it's, it's dubbed when they're speaking in Mandarin, which is very often when Michelle Yeoh's character is talking to her eldest son, just wait, and because the, Bruce, the youngest son, doesn't understand. He has conversational Mandarin, but I love listening to the Mandarin. Oh. 
Um, I just love that you... So my son came over with his girlfriend on Sunday to watch the game. Another depressing game to watch the Vikings. Yeah. And I came on, we were just telling him, okay, Jeff, we're, we're, we're so obsessed. We've been watching the brother's son. And he goes, oh, you mean the nephew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, gosh, literal as you are. But that is a good one, people. I'm glad you watched it because I just couldn't. But we had our first night of the league at Pickleball. Those leagues are growing, people. you got to sign up early. Otherwise, you're not in. How many teams are ours in the league? expanded. I think ours now, we used to have... I think we used to have maybe six or seven teams. Now we're up to twelve. You, I mean, yeah, you're at it, your bowling level. We're we're. I mean, this is going to be. You're right, Lori. I mean, because bowling used to be like there would be twenty two, twenty one teams on a league. Right now we're at like fourteen teams on our league. And do at bowling do they have? Well, of course they have different levels within it. No, you're just everybody's bowling um, average handicap. So that same same thing probably in pickleball. Do you guys are you at levels three, three, five, three, five, four, oh, four? Yeah, to try and that way, if you play better than you usually play, you will maybe. I don't know if it makes a difference in your score. Probably not. Yeah, not yet. But I'm telling you, it is F U N. Yeah, F you. I, I can't. Else. Me too. I was like, oh, hey, no. Hey, hey, hey. oh no, I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> um, okay, so um, one little thing I wanted to yeah. share with you because you were gone last week mm-hmm. and not uh, thinking of anything entertainment, but I wanted to let you know that. Remember, um, it was uh, two years ago in January that our we we loved uh, Chesley Chris. She was the extra correspondent yes. in New York City, and she died by suicide. Yes. And in New York, yeah. And and her mom. This was a story on Extra the other day. Is honoring one of her final wishes by having Chrisley's Chesley's excuse me Chesley's book published and. Oh. Chesley had done this. Uh, she'd done several social media posts about how sh- excited she was to share her book and everything she went through because, I mean, she had an MBA, a law degree. She was one Miss USA. She worked for Extra. She really, but you know, battled depression. depression. Yeah. And so her mom, in the note that Ch- that she left for her mom, Chesley left. She said, "Mom, please, can you get my book out there?" Oh. And so it's called, By the Time You Read This, The Space Between Chesley's Smile and Mental Illness, Her Story in Her Own Words. So, um, anyway, I knew you'd want to know that. And she was just so, she was such a shining star, but boy, we don't know. That's right. You know, I, um, and it'll be released on April 23rd, so it's not out yet, but, um, I wonder if her mom is doing maybe her interviews. mom is going to do the interviews and stuff. But I was just like, oh, good for her mom, and you know, making it happen. Yep, yep. Exactly. It's important. It's so important to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh lordy, I know. And then it was a year ago today that uh, Lisa Marie Presley dies uh, the day after her father's what would have been his eighty eighth birthday, mm-hmm. and that was a year ago today. And I right after did, the Globes. that popped up. I was on my honeymoon. Yeah. And that did pop up on my phone. That's the only thing. And I and you sent me a text. You and I'm like, are you kidding me? I know. it. We couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I know. it. so. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. 
My mom was like, I can't believe you didn't remember Elvis yesterday in his eighty ninth birthday. I we said, did. Julia Brett, but you didn't play any music. It's yeah, okay. We we're this we station is we're all taking a pause. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We cover him enough. Come back um, with an Elvis. Song. Uh, no, don't yes, you dare. Please. Don't you dare. Suspicious Minds would be perfect for our next story. The oh, story we can't get enough of. It's Lord. a perfect song for this. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler from Tressler Law. So, Ann, with the holidays just around the corner, I'm curious as to how divorcing couples with children cope with creating new holiday schedules. Is this something you work with clients on, or do people come up with their own schedules? It's really both. It depends on how well the parents are working together as they're going through the divorce process. It's always best if they can do it and maybe kind of encompass family traditions and keep that consistency for the kids. They definitely need a holiday schedule. If they can't do it themselves, then yes, we're definitely going to step in and and help them get through that process. But it sounds like you really try to encourage people to put the kids first despite whatever is going on. Absolutely. As I just gave the example of maybe keeping the family traditions in place, that's an example of showing that your priority is the kids. It's not about I get every Christmas Eve or I get every Christmas Day. It's what do the kids know and how can we make sure the kids get the balance and service their emotional needs. To learn more about Tressler Law or to schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit TresslerLaw.com or MyTalk1071.com, keyword divorce. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay, so while you were gone last week, you, uh, you missed uh, another episode of I Wish It Would Just Be a Reality Show, uh, the Amy and TJ podcast. I feel like it is, Laurie. Oh, well, it is, <laughs> but it's, it's radio, so it's not as, like, it's, wouldn't, it, it's messy, though. It's very messy. Last week, what, she what did they shared, she, Amy does most of the sharing, because, you know, TJ is still not divorced. They just had a hearing today, he and Marley, and they share an 11-year-old daughter together. Mm -hmm. So he's very careful. Last week, she proclaimed that she learned that she never wants to do the grind of TV again. Oh. And she doesn't miss it, but she misses the friends. And I thought, well, that is a very dumb thing to say. 100%. Okay, when your career is is TV. And you may want to work in the future. It's like, I'm never going to do it ever, ever. I'm never going to do that. That's just to me. I don't understand why someone. Yeah, she also also cried about. She, she but literally, I agree. I think it's okay, though, to say, you know, I don't miss the grind. I Of course. But, but I mean, it's just like, this is how little there is to talk about because they're trying to stay away from toxic gossip. She also shared that she lost many possessions. And friends. I did read that. And I'm thought, well, this is what happens in D-I-V-O-R-C-E, especially when it's so um, 
intertwined with somebody who was a work couple friends. Couple friends. They were couple friends. So today, today, TJ, Amy and TJ overshare. Um, they took a compatibility test. I mean, for a couple of weeks there, they had people, you know, ask that, some questions, ask about some questions but they were all something. done on social media yep, and all yep. their stuff. The comments are all disabled. So they'll get like 600 likes and one comment. I feel really bad for that. Okay, okay. They also, oh let me start with the oh good God. news. They I announced please. today on their show that they are getting into a new venture. Okay, good. Amy and TJ, t-shirts, hoodies, keychains, caps, and water bottles. No, they're not with doing their merch. faces Local and their names. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They're going what? to the merch world. What is going on? That's I, a lot I, of money in there. I feel this like, is the most Grant, positive Grant, thing wait, wait to tell. Grant. Grant. It's a lot of money, but I would never. No, ever. I don't who's know gonna who's going to buy it. See, no, here's, no, here's no where one. I feel so bad because I am watching this woman's career just go down. Who is such a highly regarded <laughs> yeah. journalist? Yeah, twenty to merch over her her love for, for TJ, TJ, a serial philanderer. I, I mean, I, ABC wanted him out because they found he had four other consensual affairs before Amy. With people who are on the same level as him. I just feel so bad because I know she did lose friends and I, we saw it and, but I, I watch her Instagram and how many people even respond. It's so few based on what, again, I don't know who's advising them that they, you know, cause he isn't divorced yet. And today, and and a side note, her ex is dating his ex. That's right. (laughs) That's right. And, and she, all they also, Talked about his 11 year old daughter by name on the podcast. And Amy revealed, Well, our daughters have known each other. My daughters babysat your daughter from the age of one. Okay. And so now, basically, my daughters know your, mom, your wife. And I eat, wow. She said, So it's very sweet. It's just everything is getting normal and easier with it. But they bring, I mean, I'm like, if I were his soon-to-be ex-wife, I'd be like, keep our daughter's mouth out of your filthy show. Your they, show. Out of your podcast. Why are you talking about our daughter? Because they have nothing to say. They took a sex compatibility test. We've got the audio. All Thank right. you, Grant. All right, here we go. <laughs> I've yes. done this a lot with people who are already dating, engaged, married. Oh. Okay. And I have to say, so surprised. y'all agreed on a lot. Okay overwhelmingly okay Okay. so we're starting off on a strong place uh okay so let's kick it off there okay you're both and no one yell at me they call themselves this you're both extroverts you're both intense people you're morning people you enjoy relaxing at home you're close with your family you're open to cooking together but i don't want anyone to get bored we definitely ask saucy questions too okay and you're all really aligned there as well so (laughs) You <laughs> so we're I, boring, is what you're saying. Not for much longer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you both enjoy sex more than foreplay. You're both super into post workout sex and shower sex. Okay. And people, they prefer cuffs over ropes. Okay. Can so we just there was oh, okay. literally okay. no question. Okay, let me just say something. Her children and his daughter's 11. Uh-huh. And her children are like 18, 19, 20. She has mm-hmm. three daughters mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. I won't even talk about any of this. And my kids are in their late 20s. And mm-hmm. I know they don't listen. I, I'm sorry. This is not okay material. Not at all. I, 
I mean, it's pathetic. I'm so, I feel so bad for but, her. But, but, I know what I Enjoy the train wreck while I, it's happening. Well, I don't like to watch people's demise as much. I mean, I'm just like, oh dear. But this is like, it really does baffle me um, that they want to share this, share this with the whole world. I if you the, two are in love and right. you were meant for each other, go be happy and all of that. But you told us at the beginning of your podcast... We're not going to engage in salacious or toxic stuff. And we're going to, all they've done is talk about their relationship. It's like, who are they trying to convince each other is what it feels like. That's a really good perspective, Lauren, because really, when you think of these are two top tier journalists who could go find interesting stories and could profile people and do some invite them on their show. 100%. That's what I figured it was going to be. But just to listen to these two who have been social media pariah? I mean, have been pariahs yeah. for most of the news world for yeah. a year. Well, listen to this next one. Oh, I can't. They, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. When they address their exes dating, and this is what they say. Okay, I'm going to. I'm just seeing time wise yeah. here. How much time do we have? Okay, yeah, we got enough, minutes. We've got enough time to play the whole thing. I'm gonna. It sets up with them talking about a headline from before in their relationships and how they don't look into headlines. Six but, weeks ago. Yeah. So let's just check this out. <laughs> This morning, as we were preparing for this podcast, oh, yeah. note from our producer, Hannah, who we love, that was giving us suggestions about what to put in oh, things we could talk about. And one of the notes she had said, you want to talk about the wedding you all went to and that you all were reportedly dirty dancing. So that's the note she sends. But that <laughs> is when I came into the room. And said, hey, baby, you awake? <laughs> you absolutely know this. I do not read headlines. I do not oh. Google my name. I stay away from it. And so I had to ask, what is she talking about? And I said, oh, I did see that yesterday. There you was- didn't tell me. Right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes That's it's, fine. you know, ignorance is bliss. And that is part of your reasoning behind not reading all the headlines. Oh, hell. But I got a kick mm-hmm. out of oh, it hell. because I read it and I thought, wait, it didn't just say that we were dirty dancing. It said that there was a very in front of it. It was like an extra emphasis on the dirty dancing. And I found it to be hilarious and probably not even worth me bringing it up to you because you and I know and everyone at the wedding knows you didn't even get on the dance floor. <laughs> it's hilarious that hilarious. that was a funny on, headline that we can make light of. But there were look, there go. were other headlines this, is what he's this week about. with agendas. And we absolutely anticipated that that was going to happen. There's nothing we can do about those. But this place, this podcast, this platform is not and will never be. We are committed to a place that this is not going to be about gossip. This is not going to be a place where we clap back at headlines. We are not going to get into that back and forth games because gossip is toxic. And so today we are here. We Mm -hmm. are happy. We are healthy. Mm -hmm. We are grateful. We are so touched by the oh. response. I could just, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, you know what? Because they are talking about headlines <laughs> and they're talking about how the headlines, headlines with them, agendas, agendas, and that their headlines are lies. And that he, I'm, I'm so shy. 
I know. Yeah. I know. I because these are smart people. That's the part I'm yeah. missing. Like, yeah. what's the missing link, Lori? Like I said, they are trying to convince each other out loud on their podcasts to everybody else when they really don't need to do that at all. They could keep I all of this. It just is such a. They could pivot and start interviewing people. I hope so. I hope so too. I don't think they will. Because I want them to do well. I mean, they're not. This is going to be when it's <laughs> over. It's over. Okay. Yes, Based on the number over. of likes okay. and interaction, oh, this, I feel bad. This, uh, it's a good thing I heard only paid 50 grand for the, these okay. two. Oh, good dear. point. Oh, <laughs> Lordy. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And, uh, you know, I saw Dr. Jarvis, like, right before the holidays for my six-month, you know, yeah. consultation. I said... I said, you know, I really wish that I had done my facelift in the winter. I spent so much time dodging the sun. He said, a lot of people, he said, so if anyone is thinking about, you know, breast implants or you're thinking about facelift or tummy, whatever surgery, eyelids or whatever it is, he says, better to get a consultation in in January because timing. I agree, Lori. And you everything. And you're consultation is complimentary That's dr right. singh dr tholan dr jarvis at minneapolis plastic surgery you can go to mpsmn.com or just google minneapolis plastic surgery and I we're s- gonna have dr jarvis on and we're gonna ask the plastic surgeon yeah. questions in a couple weeks yeah and we'll let everyone know yeah. so you can ask us questions but in the meantime um you know i just i know someone else who just got a breast reduction and they're so happy it's the happiest surgery call minneapolis plastic surgery and find out your options we are delighted our friend Tom Tanya Hart, she's been our red carpet friend. That's how we met her at the SAG Awards many years ago. She's the host of syndicated radio show Hollywood Live, and we recently saw her be honored at the daytime Emmys as she was inducted into the inaugural class of the Gold Circle of Television Academy. Tanya! How you doing? Hi! Oh, Good to hear your voices. I miss you. Oh, we miss you. You look gorgeous. At, at the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. Oh. Congratulations. Oh, Thank you. Did you wear purple? Did you wear purple for Oprah? I know. I wore purple because it was the warmest dress I had. (laughs) That's what I heard. It was freezing. It's always freezing out there. But, you know, this was, I had had a 22-year boycott against the Golden Globes. And the only reason I showed up this year was because it's no longer owned by the Hollywood Foreign Press. And lo and behold, everybody else showed up, too. They <laughs> did. did. What what an A-list crowd. I didn't know that. We didn't know that, that you boycotted uh, that award show. Two years. Why? Yes, because, why? Because oh, 22 years ago yeah. when I was there and they sat Halle Berry by the kitchen door so that the doors, when the waiters came out, almost hit her in her head and i'm like and she was nominated that was for monsters ball right. and i'm like what is going on and then i started looking into the organization like who are these people and why are all but you have all this power and all this anyway i had decided 22 years ago that they were kind of racist and so it took 20 years everybody finally caught up with me yeah good for you well how was it how was the golden globes because we were even though you know joe coy wasn't like the greatest host or whatever it was uh, a list people showing up and Everybody we had fun we had we had fun i mean i had fun and un- unlike some of the other award shows that we cover ladies because yes. you know we're always out there trying to grab the champagne from somebody yes. they just give it to you they give it to the press everybody's out there drinking champagne so everybody's on the same level yeah, everybody's on Lovely. the Lovely. Well, almost. Because okay. <laughs> we did not get the $500,000 gift bag. Right. Oh, Lordy. The swag bag was the reason everybody showed up. 
Really? really? Tell me what $500,000 worth of stuff. Wow. People are and Even Oprah showed up. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> and Gail was on the red carpet. And Gail was there too, everybody in their purple. Um well, it it contained things like a trip to Indonesia, another trip to the Cayman Islands, a lot of uh passes for private jets. Wow. Uh, somebody got a $193,000 bottle of wine. Uh, things like that. Just yeah. for just things that everyday people have. Okay, yeah. so um, you got it. What's your any any uh, great tea from red, the red carpet and people stopping by? Well, let's see. We did. We got quite a few people. A lot of folks were just kind of rushing in. They because again, it was very cold out. Yes. Yeah. And so, but the good news is it wasn't raining. It had it been raining, they may have had to shut the red carpet down because it was really so cold. Uh, and I'm trying to think, you know, and I've, I've been going through footage all morning, and you would think something would come to mind right now. It's not. But we, um, well, a, a couple of things. Taylor Swift really did shut it down. She did. I mean, yeah, she did. I mean, she looked gorgeous. She did. People, and I think people didn't realize she was going to be there because they didn't realize that her era's tour movie had been nominated and so you know and and the other thing that they did not mention that travis kelsey was here in town because they played one of our la teams we've got so many now i get get confused yes but uh, they played one of the la teams i'm not sure which one and so he was here but apparently yeah was it the chargers oh good i'm glad you got i don't know it was rams was it grant grant and i are like going back and forth chargers this last weekend chargers you were right chargers okay well anyway travis was here who cares about what team it was he was here playing (laughs) (laughs) so so uh they you know he but he didn't make it to the the globe so People didn't, for some reason, pick up on that. And, of course, you know, there was that moment when poor Joy, jo- Joe Coy. Mm-hmm. Joe, so you know, first of all, you know, he only got the gig 10 days ago because everybody else refused to do it. And right. so they, they they found him. He said yes, literally 10 days ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually these things are written. I mean, right now they're writing Jimmy Kimmel jokes for the Oscars, and that's not for three months right. you know, or two months. And so you usually have a little bit more time. So I thought he did okay, considering. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly did not know who he was before this, but I, all the comedians say he's very funny and he's very good. I like him a lot. Well, I felt bad for him. I though. felt bad, but the reaction in the room to him, there were, you know, the Barbie boob. I mean, the, the reaction, people were palms to their hands, and we could see that on TV, so we felt like we were bombing with him. Yeah, that you're right. But and that I, was kind of the feeling. But, yeah. but again, I think like Emma Stone saying in the press room like twice that he was a dink or something. I don't know that that's appropriate. I don't Everyone's, know that. Yeah. Because oh, you well, told me that. What is a dank? What is, what is that? Just well, a what jerk. Is the, yeah, what's the gossip from the press room? Because yeah, that's tell us. really where sometimes some of the best stuff happens is when they come backstage and talk to you guys. Yeah, well, this time, I got to tell you, they had radio in such the back, back room. I have no idea oh. because I was not out there where we normally are. Oh, our usual uh, spot in the, in the yeah, basement right. closet. <laughs> right. It was in the basement. And again, I hadn't been there in 22 years. Right. So I didn't know that's where they put radio. <laughs> you know, I would have stayed home or at least go, go sit in the front. And they came back. They gave me my little card to go up and ask questions and everything. And I'm like, well, I got to walk all the way around there to do that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we totally um, get it. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, I know you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, so, no, I think people, you know, it seemed that the press room was okay from mm-hmm. what I could tell where you could actually see people. Um, so, you know, it was, I, I think overall, it was a good night. People were really anticipating. And there was, you got to admit, there was a lot of diversity and inclusion. Yes, Certainly absolutely. much more in the past. People felt it. Uh, you could see it, mm-hmm. and and it was a good thing. It was all good. It was just very, I think, kind of new feeling for people because it is new. Yeah, you know, it's now owned by Penske Media, and uh, Variety was out on the red carpet with ET, and they were doing a really big show. They did the pre-show, yeah, and they did a great job. So I, I think overall. You know, and the rating. They, I know CBS is happy because Lisa got nine. What nine point four yeah. million? Yeah. Yes, it was up fifty percent. Of course, yeah. from the Tuesday night the year before. But yeah. I think that's good. I thought it was a fun show. Yeah, it was. That's what I'm saying. I think it was a fun show, and it's a good way to kick off the season. Now, will you be going to the Critics' Choice or the Emmys? Are you covering either of those shows? Well, I, we're not. I'm not doing the Critics' Choice. I just didn't apply, but I am doing the Emmys. You are. And I'm doing the. Um, let's see, the Emmys, the Grammys. And I applied for the Oscars, and we'll see. And I just got a thing. You know, the SAG Awards, I don't know if what's happening, but they're doing the nominations tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just, as we're talking to you, Tanya, I'm at the press room, the credentials, like what you need to do. And they said, this year, the backstage press room, general Q&A interview room will be all virtual. If you wish to cover the virtual oh. interview room, please. And Barbara Streisand is the big the, Big honoree this the year. I'm dying. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's all video. They and don't have a TV. Yeah, they don't yep. have a TV partner. That is really a shame because that is such a fun show in the sense that not hosted two hours and you have again like the Golden Globes movie and TV people. You know that are. In, I know. Yeah, it's so I know. fun. So I guess we'll just be doing it virtually. I guess that's what we did last year. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't remember. But I know. Uh, <laughs> I bombed. I mean, oh, Tanya. Maybe you just bring us in your as your little, comp- we'll be your helpers for the Oscars. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, hopefully that will be the same this year. We, we did a great uh, pre-show, live pre-show on Instagram yes. last year from the Oscars red carpet. I, that was so much fun. Um, so hopefully we'll be doing something like that again this year. But it was good to be out there. It was good to see colleagues and to see people again. Yes. You know. So I think, and and congratulations to all of the winners. There, there was a good batch of stuff. I thought. Um, what was your any favorite movies? We, you know, we were, we wanted Barbie, we wanted to, Barbie win to win more than the yeah, mean, me too. Than the mean. Um, the poor things. Poor things movie that kind of took some Barbie things for best actress. Yeah. Um, and best yeah. musical and best musical. So we were bummed about that. And um, other than and beef, I I Grant here love beef. I tried to watch beef. I couldn't do it. And so we kind of thought Fargo or some others would maybe win. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it wasn't just so I because I watched I think like maybe two episodes yes. of beef, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, hmm. Can I continue watching this? Because I'm not sure I know what's going on. Well, it's an anxiety thing. It's really in when the the director or the writers who won, you know, they won best TV show, whatever limited series. Mm-hmm. He went up there and said this was all based on a road road rage incident that I actually had. Oh, I didn't know that. Remember he said oh. that? Yeah. And I particularly am stressed about road rage, and then to watch yeah, it, but people loved exactly. it. Exactly. 
Like, yeah, apparently, and maybe that's why we have so much road rage here in L.A. or something. Maybe the, all, all the L.A. people, because it's gotten ridiculous here. Oh, I mean, no. you know, you don't want to flip anybody the no. bird here because you'll get shot. No, yeah. heavens no. <laughs> Stay on Fountain. Stay in the far right-hand lane. Take Fountain all the way. I do. I still do. But guess what? Everybody else got wind oh, of Fountain, no. so it's like a parking lot now. Oh, okay, the Emmys, so the you, Emmys are next Monday. Monday night. So we would love yeah. it if we could call you again, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, because we know you're always busy with the Hollywood Live with your show. But we'd love yeah. to, okay. you know, talk to you after the Emmys and, and get Absolutely. your takes. Okay. Sounds oh. like a plan. All Sounds right. like a good plan. So wonderful to talk to you. We adore you, Tony. I know. Is it, very, is it really cold in Minnesota? Not no. yet. We have barely any snow. Yeah, we're waiting for winter. It's coming. They say this okay. winter. Mm-hmm. This weekend. Yeah, this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Love you guys. All right, Bye. you too. All right. That's Tanya Hart from Hollywood um, Live, and she is just, she's a Renaissance woman. I mean, she kind of started, like you were saying, Lori, she was one who started the East Coast for Entertainment Tonight. She No, that, she opened the West Coast, oh, West Coast studio yes. of Entertainment Tonight in the very beginning. That's one of the reasons she's honored by the... Uh, Got in the inaugural class of the Gold Circle. She's um, pretty amazing, Grant. She's done it all. She was a singer. She was from the East Coast, went to the West Coast. She's she's yeah, really when, amazing. When you brought it up earlier today, and I, I had the name written down. I'm like, gosh, that with my mom, Entertainment Tonight. That we never oh, yeah. miss an episode of no? Entertainment Tonight. It was you always on, you know. And it's so that it. name was very, very familiar to me. And now that you guys say that, ding, yeah. ding, ding, light bulb. Hi, yeah. Victoria. All right, we're yeah. gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, so um, that Lord was Tanya. Season, yeah, it, it started, and we're having a little jelly. Yeah, we are. Barbara Streisand is going to be the person that's going to be honored at the SAG Awards. Lifetime Achievement. Mm-hmm. And it's just killing me. It's killing me, It's too, killing me. We're not going to be there. No? Oh. It's, that they, I, they don't even... They, they, they don't have a broadcast partner anymore. I mean, no. that's the biggest issue. Is I might sign us up for the virtual do press it. room because I, if we could have a chance to interview Barbara... Yes. I'm going to sign us up. Just try. See if we mm-hmm. get, you know, get it. And this weekend, this Sunday, it's the Critics' Choice. I've already DVR'd and it what's on that the on? CW. CW, And okay. they're actually doing a, a red carpet show. Chelsea Handler, who was brilliant last year, is hosting again. And we just got the news that um, Indiana Jones is getting his so-called uh, gold watch. Yes. Harrison Ford, what? after 50 years yep. in the business. Would get a career lifetime achievement recognition this Sunday, and nice. And you know he was with Helen Mirren at the Golden Globes, and I hope he brings Callista to the Critics' Choice, and I think she will show up because she's in the feud Truman Capote versus the Swans. Okay, this and that's going to be on FX. Yeah, um, coming up it, January twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. word! So I hope Callista goes with him mm-hmm. to the Critics' Choice, and then Monday is are the much delayed. Emmys, those should have happened in September, but with the writer's strike, that didn't happen. And then the AARP Movie for Grown-Up Awards was announced today. And last year we were in Hollywood. Trying to bust it. Trying to crash it. (laughs) And it was at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, the Pretty Woman Hotel. And we went there and Alan Cumming was the host. And we thought it was the next day, but it was Saturday. So they've announced it, but Roger Freeman uh, reported that AARP Movie for Grown Up Awards, they don't have a date, a partner for TV, because it was on 
I can't remember what channel it was on, what station, but it was broadcast. And then Alan Cumming hosted. Yes, he so did. The nominations are out today, but he's like, uh, great nominations, but we don't know when the show is because a lot of people oh. love that. You know, AARP is the biggest magazine it out is. there. It's huge. Um, and it's and I want to remind issue. you, they're at the West End um, <laughs> at the Mall of America on level uh, two, and you can get a free AARP magazine, but it's a great organization it to is. join. You get so many benefits. Yeah. Some of the nominations, you know, joining Best Picture, uh, Barbie, The Color Purple, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, and Oppenheimer. Okay, wait a minute. Stop right there. Yeah. Have either of you tried to watch Maestro? No. Nope. Okay, I, I won't. Did. Did oh, you, you did? What do you think? I did. What'd you think? Oh, you didn't finish it? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. You know what? It's, you know, Bradley Cooper goes all in. Like, yeah. he did Sniper, he went all in. He did um, Star is Born, went all in. Mm-hmm. Changes and does the training, learns the music, learns the accents, whatever it is to take. And his being um, Leonard Bernstein in Maestro, um, he talks very fast and kind of affected like this, mm-hmm. kind of da-da-da-da-da. And um, it, it was... There's I, not a lot of love online for I couldn't. For I couldn't find anything... Carrie Mulligan's character was lovely. God, is she skinny? Did you see her at the Golden Globes? Holy cow, I was shocked. Yeah. But I couldn't figure out what was there that people, besides that he wrote it, directed it, stars in it, it's it's a very hard piece to enjoy. And maybe, and I like music, but it's, he's not real, it's weird. Yeah, this has been one of the, I heard um, or read an interview with uh, somebody who said, I left the movie theater not knowing one, one thing about him. That's what I feel like. You you don't know who he is, what drives him. You know he has homosexual tendencies. You know, he's, yeah. he's gay. Bisexual. Bisexual. Yeah. And you know that, and you know she catches him, and you know she knows it. But besides that, you don't get a feeling. I mean, music drives him. That's all. He thinks in notes. Yeah. So that's the one well, thing. You listen to the Best Actress nominees for okay. a movie for Grown Ups. Annette Benning for Nyad. Fantastic. 17. It's so good. I know. I got a- Juliette Binoche for The Taste of Things. Don't even know about that one. Anjane Ellis-Taylor for Origin, which isn't out yet. That's Ava DuVernay's adaptation of Isabel Wilkerson's cast. That book. Helen okay. Mirren for oh. Golda. Oh, that's we don't, cast. That's oh. cast. Oh, gosh. Everyone read that book. Yeah. Okay. Helen Mirren for Golda, which has an open. Okay. And Julia Roberts for Leave the World Behind. Oh, interesting. So yeah. here's the deal. Obviously, AARP awards are 50 plus. That's right. So everyone who's nominated is in that category. Yeah. But um, wow. Yeah. And best actor, Nicolas Cage in this movie called Dream Scenario. Coleman Domingo for Rustin. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. He's going to win everything. He just won yep. at Golden Globe. Anthony Hopkins for a movie called Freud's Last Session. And Jeffrey Wright for American Fiction, which has an open here. I can't wait to here. see that. I can't wait to see that. But the holdovers, my friend told me, Maureen, shout out to Maureen. It's excellent. She said again, and you saw it. Yeah. And you saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to see it. Yeah, it's so It's, it's so, so good. That's what she said. It's just And so, that's the one Devine Joy yes. Randolph won for playing Mary. 
It's on Peacock, I believe. It's free yeah. on Peacock if you want to watch it. Yeah. Peacock is a funny, funny streamer. Yeah. And it's how hard they get, to get those movies. To work. Yeah. Well, and how they get access. I mean, it's universal, so that's right, how they get right. the movies. But it just seems how they're releasing these straight to these streamers still just is a goofy thing to me. Um, and best supporting category, Viola Davis for Air. As oh, Michael which, Jordan's yes. mom. Yes. I feel like that was a year ago, but it, it was, was really last just April. this year. Wow. Well, because Ben and yep. Matt were yep. there at the Golden Globes for Jodie Foster for Nyad, mm-hmm. Taraji P. Henson for The Color Purple, Julianne Moore for May, December, and Leslie Uggams for American Fiction. Oh, gosh. It's so fantastic. And then for Best Supporting, Willem so, Dafoe, for yeah. things. Uh, um, Robert De Niro for Killers of the Flower Moon. He was Moon. good in that. I have to admit. I know you guys didn't see it, but he was. Uh, he was. He was good. Coleman Domingo double nominee nominee because he's nominated and supporting for The Color Purple. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer, and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. Ryan Gosling is not too eligible. Too young. These people are too young. So yeah. that's why you're not seeing the Barbies. That's right. why you're not seeing Killian Murphy. Mm-hmm. They're too young. Yes. And then in the ad category of t- television, Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show, Jennifer Coolidge, White Lotus, Jennifer Garner, The Last Thing He Told Me, Imelda Stoughton, Stoughton the Crown, and Meryl Streep, Only Murders in the Building. Do any Is anyone watching? I, I feel like we are missing the zeitgeist on Only Murders in the Building. I read a rumor that Martin I've d- Short- taped it. It's on ABC every Tuesday night. I have like three... Three dropped last week and three are dropping tonight. You yeah. can record oh, it, on it ABC. Oh, is it now on ABC? I yeah. can get it for free on a streamer. Yeah. Well, it's on uh, Hulu. Yeah, and but I, I never I, bothered to go to Hulu to watch it. Well, and I actually did. And the problem, it's a it's a good show, but it just doesn't captivate me. Me it doesn't either. What are we wanting, missing, though? What are we I, missing? I, I, I tried three times. I've tried twice. And, and just never <laughs> could I, get I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to try it again. Lori, have you watched it? Uh, no, but I have it on my DVR, so it makes it more likely for me to watch. That be curious. Help. While I'm ironing or packing or yeah, something uh, like that. <laughs> you know, Reading a book. Read, yeah, no, I never watch TV and read a book at the same time. I can't do that. A magazine. Yeah, I was happy in the Best Actor TV. Brian Cranston got a nod for a show that was overlooked called Your Honor. Yes. Oh, that, my. And Showtime. I've never watched that show. either. Show. That show starts out. If you ever do watch that show, anybody, like that first se- that first episode, oh, there's a lot of uh, drama and anxiety, but boy, does it lead to some. Yeah. It's a good show. And really the Golden Bachelor got nominated in the best reality TV series. Of course, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that they had something good to put in yeah. there. So anyway. Um, but they did do the first screenwriter. They did nominate Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig because he's over 50. Oh, I like it. Okay, mm-hmm. so Barbie did get in there some way. Some yeah, way, some way. way. All right, thanks there. for hanging out with us. We'll be back after a quick break later in our show. We're going to give away some tickets to some gal named Madonna. We'll be back.